Hello and welcome to the Surgical Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Haider Al-Hakim, the Third Eye Doctor. Pull up a chair and get ready for some candid and uncompromising discussion with experts, innovators, agitators, and influential people from every corner of health and well-being. From inside the hospital to at home in the kitchen, we're leaving no stone unturned in our quest to uncover the secrets of healthier, happier, more successful, and less stressful lives. Thank you so much for joining us, and without further ado, let's meet this episode's guest. Hello Heidi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for coming today, thanks Nicola for coming, and thanks Joe for coming. So we're having a, a kind of foursome this, uh, this afternoon. The weather, weather's miserable, it's nice and warm here down in the basement. It's very pleasant down in the basement. Wonderful. Um, tell, us, tell us about your work, um, Heidi, given that you've been in the NHS for such a long time. Yes, I have been in the NHS for such a long time. And uh, during that time, I've always been interested in staff wellness. I think I'd probably say that during quite a long period of time, particularly on becoming a consultant, I had quite a sort of bizarre scenario where I almost led a double life that I went to work and I did my job and tried to be as professional and do it as, as well as I could but on the other side in my private life I sort of began to pursue more creative pursuits so I do I'm part of a creative writing group I've done a little bit of stand-up comedy um, I did quite a lot of, of other things as well and for a long time these were very separate um, I did begin to notice there's a little bit of crossover at a certain point in my life between, for example, good communication mm. and which I learned from a lot of things, you know, if you're performing, mm. a good performer is a good communicator. Mm. And I was able to take some of the skills from that in, into communication skills at work. Mm. Um, but certainly I'd never thought of really incorporating the two of them. Um, I think staff wellness, as I say, I've always been interested in it. And I think um, you know, people who are both in the NHS and outside the NHS are very aware that at times it's stressful. I think you only have to read a paper, um, yes, and yes. you only have had to read a paper over the last few years uh, to, to see that we're all under immense pressures. And it's always about any departments. As I think well. any yeah. is any <laughs> does department does feature. Um, it is a high stressed environment. Um, you know. To a degree, we all accept we choose to do that as a profession. That's the environment it's going to be. But it is a high-stress environment. What was the trigger that made you marry the two together? You know, bring that creativity into that stressful environment. Um, I don't. I let me think. That's a good question. I think probably the thing that started it off was actually um, a style of theatre called forum theatre mm. that I have written a tiny little bit about its use in the emergency department and I first learned about Forum Theatre um, several years ago, 2013 actually, because I did a communications course, I was lucky enough to do a communications course which is a pilot for a course that um, was being made to teach communication skills but using techniques they use in acting mm. and mm. it was ta taught at several school of speech and drama mm. so I went there to do that uh, pilot course um, one night every week for six weeks I mean I find this fascinating because it did bring sort of my love of 
communication mm. combined with performance and different mm. things. Um, and one, the very last session, I think they talked about forum theatre, which was a style of theatre um, invented really 60s, 70s by a Brazilian called Augusto Boal, who used it. It's not a form of entertainment, it's to provoke social change. Mm. And it's in its simplest form, it's a form of community theatre. So he did it in Brazil, and you would use communities, would, would work together with a few members of the community that would act out scenes mm. that affected the community. Mm. Mm. And then you would get the audience to discuss what they'd seen mm. and then as a group to see if they could could deal with this problem in a in a more satisfactory way. Mm. So the original scene ends badly and it's almost a bit like a game. The audience has to go up and take over the part of the lead character to make the scene. Okay, well. so it's that creative it element. And so yeah. I, and, I, and I found this I found this this really did I suppose the word does resonate with me. There was there was creativity and I also think I was very I, I, I just really like the idea that in any situation, no matter how difficult it is, mm. um, some you know that there's a whole range of elements that are making the situation difficult. Mm. But can any individual, by acting difficult, by acting differently, mm. make their situation better? Mm. And I appreciate this is controversial in mm. many ways, mm. and I'm and I think you have to be very careful that you're not trying to create a situation and doing that that you're blaming any individual for mm. the situation they're in but it's just this and because it's a community theatre there's an element I suppose tribal wisdom that yes. you're looking at a whole lot of people yes. you all work together so it is drawing on tribal wisdom that you know if you, if you all look to each other can, can together can you can you learn from each other and find a way to just make things better and I so, 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 so it's having that sort of equal uh, footing amongst every member of the team. Yeah, I, I think yeah. it's, and, and, and everybody can learn from everybody else. Yeah. And as I say, it, it's, it's a way of, of moving. It, it's a way just of, of, of a, a group or a community coming together. And every group or community faces situations that they sometimes see or challenges that, that are difficult to get beyond. But can the group or community pull their knowledge and, and can, can, can they make things Maybe even not solve the problem, but I'm, I'm a believer. In can they make can they make things better for mm. themselves, mm. and can they find a way to move forward? And uh, as we were talking before, you were, you were talking about sometimes it's difficult to solve the problem, but if you sit with the problem long yeah. enough, yeah, and you know, as a collective coming together yeah. as equals, yeah, you can get some some interesting insights, yeah, isn't it, Nicola? I think the main thing sort of from partaking in the forum theatre was just the the amount of discussion that it led. Um, so obviously there's lots of the performances at the very end of it, there's lots of work that you do um, with the groups of doctors and nurses and we even had expert patients as well. Yeah. And we're able to actually explore really challenging, difficult scenarios that we see in practice. Could you give examples of that? So yeah. lots of examples would be perhaps sort of um, aggression, sort of disagreement, conflict, um, breakdown in communication, really high pressured or stressful situations which obviously in, in emergency medicine happens frequently. So times when people would feel oppressed or feel as if the system is trying to sort of have, have an agenda against them and um, we were able to sort of discuss that so we were looking at lots of things like power, systems, um, you know, agents and, and your power within that. So we're 
discussing quite complicated sort of mm. social ideas mm. in mm. the context of work and, and people were able to do that in a really creative, sort of fun mm. way which made, made them feel as if they could sort of open up about it. So I think from being a participant on the Forum Theatre to going to facilitate it, you know, it, it, is, it was really interesting just to see actually how it changed your mindset mm. or your idea about what was happening at work. Mm. And it can just be you making a slight change in how you communicate. Yes. Or it can just be you recognising that a situation is a bit different to what you think it is, yes. which actually can impact really well for the people that you work with and the people that you're trying to look after. Yeah, yeah. So it's exploring that all together and, and having really healthy discussions about that. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's reducing that expectation because when expectations are really high, you get a lot of mismatch there. And also, the most powerful thing in communication is listening, and mm. and maybe that's not being really emphasised upon. Mm. Listening. Um, I think I think I suppose communication is one part of it. Yeah. So I think, but I think, you know, and I'm a very strong believer that the Forum Theatre, to a degree, isn't just about, it's not, it, it teaches more than communication. Mm, so mm. It, it, it's, it's just, it's just, I, I think Boal who devised it said mm. it's a rehearsal for life. So I think it's quite an important thing mm. that you are, it's just bringing up situations that everybody finds challenging mm. and having a very long discussion about how you can, can you, can you, be different in these situations mm. and, and randomly will that get you a different outcome. So, so if, if you're faced with a challenging situation, what are the four top things you would advise people to do? If you're faced with a challenging situation, mm. I think this is a slightly difficult one because it's, um, I think it all depends what the challenging, <laughs> the, the challenge is. I, I don't think there's any there's any blank. So you've got a team member who's just being disruptive and is affecting the whole attitude of the team. What would you do in that situation? I think it's like everything. You, I think in those in the scenario you've given in that um, situation, what we do, I think in that particular situation we do what we always do, which is that you you know you just need to talk to the person and find out why. And I think that you know I, th I think and as I say I think. I think again, this, that that goes back into the 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 world of communication. Mm, mm. I think though, I think it's it's. I think there is something about communication. I, I think to go back to the general subject of wellness mm. and how to improve staff wellness. Mm. I think good communication is obviously is obviously one thing, but it's really trying to use certain skills to to create an environment mm. that that is that is sort of conducive a positive environment mm. that is, is communication but it is other things as well. So what's happening in the Whittington at the moment that's helping well? Well I, I suppose from what from our perspective was from the question we took sort of our first of all the Forum Theatre when I became aware of it and then we, we were lucky enough to be able to introduce that as a project that we ran for, for several years but then we began or myself first, I think the first most important things was myself as a consultant, realised I worked with colleagues, both Nicola, a manager, and Joe, who's our practice development nurse, and the three of us, who were all sitting in different areas of the department, um, felt very uh, strongly and very positively about wanting to create an environment about an improving staff wellness. So 
we are had noted that for example during part of the forum theatre project itself a lot of what, what you do and a lot of what actors do is there's certain things uh, to do with playing a lot of games mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which sound incredible that that sounds to everybody when you first say that almost ridiculously mm -hmm. true of you play games but actually i think and i'll let joe and nicholas speak in this we are very positive believers in these mm. games because mm. these games are working at numerous different levels mm. and um, it, it, there's so many different levels. Um, I feel that the games, one level we work at, it's very similar to mindfulness. So mm. I think the NHS itself is an advocate of mindfulness. Mm. I'm not anti-mindfulness, but I've always found it very difficult. Mm. But to be, but what mindfulness is doing is, is, is really getting you to focus and absorb in one thing mm. and stop that rumination of negative mm. thoughts. Mm. And actually, if you do the games, um, you're almost doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. But the games have the advantage that they're fun. Mm. Yeah. And fun is a lot of healthy. Fun is the main it. thing at work. Yeah, fun, is, fun, yeah. is, fun is very healthy. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's a lot of the science behind it. Yeah. And also, it's a group activity. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's instead of somebody doing something in isolation, it's getting everybody to do it together as yeah. a team. Mm. And there's, there's, there's not a lot of initiatives about that's taking a whole team and that's what we want to create teamwork and, 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 and introducing a whole team approach mm. to wellness. So that, that was really what we, what we wanted mm. to do. Mm. And as I say, I was lucky enough and I will let uh, Jo um, speak about it because I think she is the, the game's queen and is incredibly good at it. And then Nikki, who's a manager, was able to come at it from the perspective, having her back up and having her to be able to say, this is something that she you know, that views, but I will let them speak for themselves in there. So, so really what we're doing though is we decided to take, to find a way, what we, what we wanted to do as a group is find a way of taking what we felt were fun and creativity, which work in a similar way to mindfulness, and finding ways to introduce them to get our staff to work together. Yeah, I think the main thing with the games um, and lots of the sort of pop-up wellness activities we do, was to have it say that if you came to our department and you asked a question to our staff, you know, what is your department doing about wellness, that they would have an answer for you. So that was the main aim of sort of our project, making people feel as if there was something that we were doing to try um, and make coming to work more fun and more enjoyable. Um, and the games play a really good role of this because they create amazing connections. And it's not about sort of corporate team building, it's about being entirely silly. Um, it's about having 10 minutes where you have some of the brightest, most intelligent people playing around in a room. Um, and it really, really does impact on the way that they're able to work as a team um, out. I mean, these games are used in drama to take lots of individuals to make a cast so that the cast can perform on stage. And that's the sort of that's what we're going for. So we want to get it so that we've got these people from all different sort of teams throughout the multidisciplinary team, get them together for 10 minutes, get rid of any awkwardness, mm -hmm. um, and it mm -hmm. is designed to think about how they're feeling. We get them to, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's introspective. We want them to think about how they're feeling, express how they're feeling. We do games about emotions. We do games about, um, you know, shouting and screaming. We do all sorts of silly things. Um, and it just enables, you know, enables them to feel as if there's something extra to their day, mm -hmm. um, which is the main point of it, really, isn't it? Mm -hmm.
I think for me, being a manager, um, obviously it's a little bit different, um, the pressures that I have compared to the people who are genuinely patient-facing day in, day out. Um, but you feel quite responsible for the overall well-being of these teams because you can only help in certain ways. You can't go out onto the shop floor and get completely involved. And I think that's why I wanted to get involved. I wanted to sort of try and, with my time, work with the, Heidi and Joe to create a culture of wellness and well-being in the department. Um, and I think it's something about you know giving people that time, that ability to say, okay, look, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of your time isn't going to change anything. We can, we can go off, obviously, make sure things We can go off and we can have fun and we can be silly. And actually, it's very interesting because when you speak to people at the beginning of the 10 minutes, everyone's sort of a bit downtrodden. Everyone still thinks, oh, here we go, is it you know, a bit silly? And by the end, everyone's wellness score is, is up. Um, and adrenaline's going and people go out onto um, shop lot. And we know that a healthy workforce, a happy workforce, yeah. is more efficient and more productive. And that, interestingly, isn't what we were concentrating on, actually. Yeah. It was completely about being able to, you know, people to feel looked after. Um, so there could be an individual that, you know, in the workplace. But it's sort of, this, you know, the, the gain, the benefit of it is the, is the productivity as well, yeah. Which, yeah. which is fantastic. Which is really interesting, you know, the more you let go and the more human you are and people realise that, mm -hmm. the better the productivity and, yeah. and the efficiency and, and even the expertise as well. And I think in, in, exact, a, yeah. sorry, I think in emergency medicine, um, you know, you have to be one team. It's more mm. difficult mm. to be a mm. team of consultants, a team of nurses, a yeah. team of yeah. uh, managers or administrators. You have to all work together yeah. in order yeah. to keep that. And serious um, stuff. Yeah. So Super serious this stuff. This sort of facilitates yeah. that as well, which is great. And that's really interesting. Um, we're, we're, we're coming towards the end of the podcast. Yeah. It, you know, we can talk for hours and hours about this because it's, 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 it works in the most difficult of conditions and uh, teamwork in the most difficult conditions are not easy you know it is difficult but then there are these really simple concepts which if introduced in the right way can make a massive difference yeah i, I would say it's a very simple concept uh, concept yeah oh I, I i'm you know we purposely had to find the most simple concept yeah. so really it was taken from uh, once upon a time we used to believe our staff our junior medical staff to go for one hour's teaching once a week. Yeah. That stopped to be in any way able to work because mm. of shift patterns, etc. So we changed it. The more effective be given ten minutes of teaching every day, mm. which works out to the same amount of time, but it was it was divided into ten minute slots over the week, um, which was more efficient. We could also improve education in the department because we could include everybody in that, so we could include nursing staff. So everybody came together for ten minutes. So what we did was we took one 10 minute slot and so that was focusing on staff wellness mm. and we to focus on staff wellness so it's a whole team activity and we took all the staff you know for that one 10 minute teaching slot and we either used games which are what are called icebreaker games yeah. and a lot of them come from the drama world they're warm-up games mm. they focus on multitasking which is something we have to do in the emergency department anyway so we either did games or we did a cre creative activity mm. such as painting 
origami yeah. and it was all done for 10 minutes. And, and a magician. And a magician. Magician, yes. Yeah, magician. That always works. Yeah, magician. Magic always works. Oh, magic always works. Yeah. And reality says once a week we try to do something for games or we do something creative. Yeah. Um, um, I do believe, and I think there's certain things written about this, but the same as mindfulness, because what they're doing is instead of people uh, focusing on their breath or focusing mm, on mm. something like that, what it is that the team is doing is they're focusing very firmly in something like clapping in a rhythm, or they're focusing yeah. on colouring, or they're focusing in folding. So it's in a similar way to mindfulness, but they're all doing it as a team. Uh, as I say, there's multiple health benefits yeah. from laughing, yeah. um, which are written about. It lowers your blood pressure, it releases yeah. endorphins, it yeah. bonds. Um, there's something called fun theory, which says people are more likely to change their behaviour if fun is involved. Yeah. So it, it's all these things to combine and connect people. And, and it, we do it just the, the basic, we, we've added to it, we've done other projects, but the basic is trying to just do it for 10 minutes once a week. Yeah, and, and it's, it, it absolutely works. Thank you so much, yep. Heidi. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank, thank you so you much for Nicola. Yeah, thank you. And it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for listening to this instalment of the Surgical Spirit podcast. For all the latest in the world of Surgical Spirit, don't forget to follow on Twitter at The Third Eye Doc and catch me on Facebook at the page The Third Eye Doctor. You can visit the website at www.thethirdeyedoctor.co.uk for more information on the work that I do. And please send us feedback and questions and suggestions for the podcast. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. I've been Dr. Haida Al-Hakim, and I'll see you next time.